I have a confession to make. I changed my mind. On today's episode, we're going to talk about things we used to believe when it comes to fitness and nutrition that we no longer do. I also want to talk about aging gracefully and what that actually means to me and how it can mean different things to different people. As always, it's going to be a good one. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. We're back. It is another episode. We haven't been gone long. It's only been a day. To them, it's been more than a day. To them, it's going to be more than a day, but we're, we're like living in this place. Yeah. We're here on a daily. Yeah, exactly. So welcome <clears throat> back, everybody. It is another episode of Candidly with Coffee, and we are so excited to be here another day. Let's go. Oh, no. There he goes. My favorite words. There he goes, you guys. I didn't there. drop an F-bomb, though. That's usually my favorite word. Why would you drop an F-bomb just randomly? No, it's part of let's F and go. I'm saying I left it out. YouTube, don't want to get flagged. LFG. LFG. It's my favorite word. It's my fire up word right there. That's what we're doing. LFG, let's go. You said another interesting podcast. Let's go. Fire up. Come on. Energy. I would like to say that we had a really fun time on live yesterday. Yes, we did. Yeah, we had a really fun time. Thank you guys for tuning in, all the questions and all the activity was fun. Yeah, and our next live is going to be on two weeks from Friday. I'll put it up on the screen. It is going to be our next live episode. So make sure you guys mark your calendars for whatever day is on the screen. 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yes, yes. And we had so much fun. It's just a rapid fire questions. We try to get as many questions as possible. And we just have a fun, casual conversation. It's a lot of fun. And I really enjoy doing that. We did about an hour and a half, too. We could have kept going longer. It was an hour and a half. It was it, yeah. it, all three, all of the ones that we've done so far have been an, exactly like an hour and a half. Hours not enough time. That's why. Too many questions, people popping on. We try to answer everybody's questions or we try to do the best we can. And I know it's getting starting to fill up more and more people. So it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, we do our best and we're not just we're not always going to get to all the questions. So I apologize if we don't, but we do our best. But if we try to go too fast, it's like we only half answer a question. Like I felt myself getting flustered because I wanted to get to all the questions. And I think we need to just pick the question that we're going to answer give it a full answer and not worrying about getting to the next question until we get give that a full good answer. Yeah, when she posts the episode up, the live, if we didn't get you a question, maybe ask it on there and we can get back to you in the yeah. comments section there. Yeah, the comments. Ask in the comments because yes. I, I reply to all the comments still. Yep. So ask away in the comments. It is my birthday weekend continues. We're going to go to dinner tonight at STK yeah. and SF. Yes, we are. And tomorrow, oh, yes, good birthday weekend. Mine passed, so... Happy birthday to her, Mrs. Yeah. COJ. Yep, it is my birthday. I came across, I was looking through old pictures and I came across the picture of the first year we started dating. It was my 35th birthday. Wow. And here it is up on the screen. That was when we first started dating. That's what I look like. Do you remember me? Yes, I remember you and your yeah. little blondie, sandy hair, brown blondie hair. You remember that version? Yes. Do I look a lot older? Do you look, no, actually you don't. I don't? No. It's 13 crazy. years. You're lo- you just you take care of yourself. Yeah. 
That's the thing. You take care of your health, and you got to understand something, too. We're not drinking and partying no more like we used to. That's we a very slow, good we, point. We put a, a pin on it. That's what you do. Had we kept going how we used to go, that we both look, might look a lot older. That is very true. Can you imagine if we would have kept going at the rate that we were going? What could we? What would we look like right now? And not followed our diet or watch what we ate and all that, and just were reckless, of course. So that's why we show you guys. We're proof that you can make change. You know what I'm saying? It's never too late. But you got to clean it up. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. So there's oh, young. I look at me and young. I go, oh, young Janine. Young Janine, young wild Janine, young party and, animal. Yeah, young. I had. I was just beginning my run. You were. My. I took you on a run too, good <laughs> boy. I took her on a run. She wanted to tap out a few times. I was pushing her to the brink. <laughs> that was She's rough. Makeup like this, handshake. We gotta go. We're gonna go party again tonight. Yeah, you I was, were. I'm crazy, man. People don't. They don't know that side of us. You guys just don't know. We would go two, three days straight, day and night partying, pool party, nighttime. Too much. Overkill. It was overkill. Then it's not enjoyable. Let me tell you, I've realized since I stopped drinking that I could have had a lot more fun on all of those trips had I had this revelation then because you actually are just trying to survive your own vacation. You're not enjoying it like you think you are. I feel so much more clarity and like I can really enjoy an evening now because yeah. I'm not drinking. Of course. You remember everything now. Before, sometimes we didn't remember. I remember, but I wouldn't remember. Like the night went like that, like bits and pieces. You know what I'm saying? Too much. It's weird. It's like you think you need the alcohol. I cannot tell you guys. I And this is actually a perfect conversation right now for what we're going to talk about later. Like I changed my mind. This is something that I have, I would never have guessed in a million years that I would just voluntarily for absolutely no specific like health reason or addiction or anything like that, stop drinking alcohol. I would have told you never in a million years, I would have bet a million dollars on it like 10 years ago that I would never do that. Yeah. This one, when we first dated, was worried about if I was going to be a too much of a strict trainer and have a stick up my ass and not party or, or nothing like that. She didn't, literally, she know she woke up a beast. I was already a beast, but I really woke up when I got with her. We started going to Vegas a lot. I was bad. I was a bad influence for sure because you were not drinking very much. I was like, oh, no, is this guy boring? See, it just goes to show you evolve. And that is why we're going to talk about this stuff on today's episode because if you are a normal human being, then you evolve over time. It's called growth. Exactly, growth. You have to evolve. You got to slow down. And I keep telling to you fellas, I know some of you guys watch this channel, slow the slow down because that grave is calling your name. Stop playing. Mm -hmm. You're taxing your body. I want to just give a little housekeeping, you guys. If you're not already following us on Kenneth Lee underscore with coffee on Instagram, follow us there. If you are, if you haven't left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and then subscribe. If you're watching this and not subscribed, appreciate that. Make sure you comment. We love to, we literally get to know you guys in the comments. So That's true. make sure comment. you make sure you do that. And I also wanted to say that my one-on-one -on -one coaching spots for February, they're filling up. I have four spots left. It starts February 5th. So take a look at that if you are interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's very hands-on. I'll talk you off the ledge however many times you need me to talk you off the ledge. 
Um, you get an, you know, get an app, you get constant access to me to ask questions at any time. You literally can text me pictures from a restaurant. I'll help you get over the humps of this process. And I open up a few spots every month and so far I have four spots left. So take a look at that. I'm still doing macro assessments. So if you guys want to get a macro assessment, those are very in-depth. I love the macro assessments. And if you are a self-starter and you don't have a lot of that emotional stuff that needs that type of coaching, you would be do very well with just a macro assessment. So I will put all of that information in, in the description. Now we are going to move on. We are going to move on to a hold my coffee. Here we go. All right, you guys. Hold my coffee goes to... It's not really a really strong hold my coffee. And even though she bribed us, by the way, it goes to Rhonda Clark, friend of show. Rhonda Clark. Here we go, Rhonda. Friend of show. Big time friend of show. We love Rhonda, by the way. Yes, we do. Love Rhonda. Supports. But she um, commented this comment. She's talked. And this is what kind of started the process of me doing this topic on aging gracefully. Her comment reads... I love J-Lo, and she is one of my faves. She's pretty much the most natural celebrity out there, but I don't give props to celebrities like the Kardashians or Jane Fonda too much work done to get their looks and body. Not impressed. I feel like I'm aging naturally, and I'm almost 63. Props to myself, and it's not because of the black don't crack motto. I saw the difference in my face when I smoked for 38 years and drank alcohol and stopped. Plus, if you go to your class reunion, you'll see we're not all aging gracefully, LOL. I give my props to people that I can actually see have changed naturally, like you and Mike. Botox is different to me. It is. If I could afford it, I would. But all the plastic surgery that most have to look younger changes my frame of mind when it comes to the saying, she looks good for their age. Your thoughts and don't blast me. <laughs> she knew this was coming. There uh, we go. And she continues... <clears throat> Plus, I don't think we can compare the way people looked at 50 in yesteryears opposed to today because there's so much more out here that enhances our looks. Times are changing and technology also has, again, your thoughts and again, no blasting. Rhonda also tried bribing us with some free coffee on the live yesterday to not get blasted today. It's all in good fun though, honestly. Everybody, and this is why I wanted to talk about this today. Everybody has different they have different levels of what they consider aging gracefully or aging naturally. Now, I don't consider myself as someone who's aging naturally because I feel like I do a lot to myself. Yeah. If I didn't do, if I didn't get lip filler or Botox or put eyelash extensions on, get my eyebrows done, wear hair extensions, I don't think you guys would think, wow, Janine, you look amazing for your age. I think you wouldn't notice me at all, <laughs> to be honest. I do a lot of little things. Now, do I do major things? Not yet, but I do definitely feel that I would be open to it. Now, I I do understand that some people take it overboard. Yeah, that's true. Some people go overboard. Some people do the plastic surgeries. Everybody's different, man. Everybody has a different perception of things. I'm always open-minded to everything. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Men, a lot of men are doing TRT and a lot of younger guys feel triggered by it because we're mm -hmm. looking better than them. And they're mm -hmm. like, you're on TRT. 
listen, man, it doesn't get me to the gym. doesn't wake me up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. doesn't stop me from going to the drive-through. I still have to follow macros. I still have to track. I still have to do all the things. I still have to drink water, hydrate, take my vitamins. I do everything I can mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I can stay as youthful as I can for my age. Yeah. I mean, it's a package deal. And that's why I want to say I yes. don't want to mislead people to think, wow, like Janine looks so good for her age and she hasn't had a lot of work. No, I, I haven't. But don't let that fool you. I do a lot. Like I do a lot to keep up. Like I, I have good skincare and I do my Botox every three months and have my eyebrows microbladed. And I don't, I've never identified with natural. I'm not natural. I have fake boobs. I'm very like enhanced. Mike used to say. Yes, custom, like my cars. (laughs) And listen, I I agree with Rhonda. You're right, Rhonda, when 50 and yesteryears of poses today, there's a lot of medical breakthroughs, a lot Mm -hmm. of nutrition science, there's a lot of stuff we found out that's helping us today. If tracking macros was around 20, 30 years ago, they might not look as bad as they looked back then, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. 80s and 90s, if you look like guys my age or women her age, they look like they were 20 years older. Again, they didn't know about nutrition and fitness and tracking and weighing foods and just a lot of stuff, vitamin supplementation, even get out and getting sunlight every day, hydrating with water. I think back then everybody just smoked and drank mm-hmm. loose. They didn't mm-hmm. care. People would be more, a little more mindful. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I feel people are more mindful with the, a lot of the medical breakthroughs. People are finding out mm-hmm. that's what's good, what's bad. A lot of yeah, information. Yeah, and I think that I, so I, I think it's a combination. Like I want to do all of the things I can that are within my control that are not surgical, which I do all of the things, but I also don't want to tell you guys that I wouldn't consider doing enhancements and things like that, because I absolutely would. I also think that just because some people appear to be aging naturally, which like you might think, like you might look at me and think I'm aging naturally because I haven't had a lot of work done, but a lot of the celebrities that appear to be aging naturally have had work done. It's just good work. It's not overdone. And that's what I think. Like I think JLo's done some things. Yes, she has. Yeah, I think she's done some things, but I think she doesn't go overboard. And so- Subtle. Yeah, subtle. And I think that's what that's what I would like to do is maybe subtle. But I want to like, for example, someone who's famous for claiming she wants to age gracefully and she hasn't done any work or any enhancements or anything. So Sarah Jessica Parker, I think she's in her 50s. She's in her 50s, but she does hasn't done anything. And she's been actually because they call it like ageism or ageist if someone hasn't done anything and then people come for them if they look old. And she, she definitely looks older she, she would look, if she did some work, she yes. would look a lot better. Of course. She didn't, she looks, yeah. I, I don't know how old she is, but she definitely looks, whatever age she is, she looks her age. She doesn't look younger. I think my point is everyone has a different line. If I truly, I think to say that you're aging naturally and like you're natural would mean that you are, like you wake up in the morning with a fresh, clean face and... That's it. You know what I mean? Because people might, maybe some people's line is they just will do makeup and like fake eyelashes and things like that. And that's all they'll do. And they think that's natural. But then other people will think I'm natural because I don't, I haven't had surgery, but I've had fillers and Botox and dermal fillers and all kinds of things. And then there's people that have, that opt for surgery. So there's all kinds of different levels. I think that I just, it's hard for me to judge people who have had a lot of surgeries and stuff that look good because I think that I probably would do the same. 
so I'm cautious. At least you're being honest, man, keeping it real. Also, we don't know if she drinks or smokes. That's another thing. A lot of celebrities drink and smoke. Mm-hmm. A lot of Hollywood parties. Come on, that that social circle in Hollywood. A lot of them party. But I agree with Rhonda on this. I agree that if you do everything within your control. Yes. I just also personally feel like I would then take it further. Yes, of course, within our control. Get up early. We go to the gym. We make sure we get sunlight. We hydrate. We take our vitamins. Some of us are on TRT, HRT. We follow a pretty strict macro mm-hmm. diet. Or protocol, however you want to call it. You, you got to have a, a structure of that. But then, like you say, you could take it to another level. So there's that too. Yeah. What if I just, what if I don't age gracefully? What if I start to some really crazy things start to happen and I'm going to want to do, you only have one life. And so I would like, I just never want to be caught saying I wouldn't do something. And then in 10 years, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I do something. You always preach that to me. You're like, I have one life and I want to be the best version I can be while I'm here. Because we only get one crack at this. So I think where my get my whole my coffee comes with Rhonda was just because somebody then opts for surgery, in addition to all the other things they do, why does that person then lose your respect? So if you respect me because I I work out, I do all the things, I stop drinking, I don't smoke, I do all of these things to stay healthy and look good, I take care of my skin and I drink a lot of water. So I do all of those things and then I opt to do a little neck lift. So then would the neck lift then negate everything else that I've done so that now I lose the respect of certain people who feel like that's... Yeah, I think no, that's, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I know exactly what you I mean. I think that's that was my point in that, hmm, that's interesting perspective that at the moment someone goes under the knife, they lose respect or the moment they put some filler in their face, they lose respect Yeah. or I don't know. But I do feel like, yes, a lot of there's people that ruin it because they go overboard. Yes, for they sure. do. 100%. I get that. I totally get that. But let's take a look at uh, J-Lo. She does look amazing. She does. I believe she doesn't drink at all either. No yeah, alcohol. I think we, we talked about that last time. Yeah. She doesn't drink alcohol, and that's what's helped with her aging gracefully. I do feel like she's had some work, but she looks really good, and it's really good work. Yeah. A lot of them do that, what you just said, the little neck lifts. Yeah. It's very subtle. I think she's done a you neck can't lift. Tell. A lot of times you can't tell it's yeah. very subtle. They're Isn't it gonna, like right behind the ear or yeah, somewhere? Yeah, you wouldn't know. Like I don't think <clears throat> it, they do, and it gives you a really youthful appearance. And I think she's done a neck lift. She's got a really tight jawline. It's not showing in this photo, but she does. She has a tight jawline, and you just don't have a tight jawline. But it's good work. And so people think, oh, wow, she hasn't done a lot of work because she hasn't done anything extreme. She hasn't completely transformed her appearance. Yeah. But she, rest assured, she's had some work. Yeah. She has some work. But it's good work, and she's beautiful. And I do love J-Lo. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of hope for you ladies out there. (laughs) It's going to be crazy with the medical (laughs) science, without even going to the Mm -hmm. knife. Stem cells is the future. I'm telling you, it's coming. But watch, women in their 50s, 60s, and 70s are going to start looking 20 years younger. It's, yeah. it's coming, even for us men. It's The future is going to be Yeah, like, I think if you guys start paying attention, you guys watch. are trip the F out. Okay, pay attention to people in Hollywood. Have you noticed that some people suddenly look 10 years younger? Yes. I'm pretty certain that Brad Pitt has <clears> done <throat> this this stem cell stuff because he suddenly does no longer looks weathered. No. He looks young. And it is this, we actually know someone who spent personally $200,000 
on stem cell. They did the most stem cell therapy that they could possibly do that's allowed. And they out of the country, they did it. And they look 20 years younger. Yeah, this guy's in his 60s, I believe, mid-60s or something like that. A friend of mine's co-worker went to Columbia. Like she said, did everything possibly he could do to his body. He was busted knees, shoulders, back, the stem cells all over his body, his face. The dude looks like he's in his 40s. I, got, I was blown away. I was impressed. Yeah, so when I saw Brad Pitt, I thought immediately, okay, Brad Pitt did the same thing because he has that same look. It almost looks like they're walking around with a, f a very strong filter on their face. Yeah. Man, I can't wait till I get some extra money. I'm doing stem cells, but my shoulders are bad. All right, and here's another. Since we always mention the Golden Girls, I thought we would move, we would go to a different cast of uh, television to reference some ages. So who remembers the show Cheers? The photo is up on the screen of the cast and their ages. Can you believe that the coach, that the main guy was 58? Wow. He, I think he looks like 75. You know, the one that's really, not Norm so mm. bad. I know Norm doesn't look good for his age. He's 34. He looks like he's up there in my age group, but the male 35. Man. I thought he was in his 50s. Yeah. That's 35 years old. I thought she was like close to her 50s too in the 34. What's her name? Shelly Long. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Reba. No, what's her name? I can't think of she Rhea don't look Perlman. Bad. Uh, I don't know the one in the middle, her yeah, name. Shelley she don't Long. look bad for 33. But Ted Danson, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he looks 45, maybe even closer to my age, like 49. Norm, of course, because he's heavy. I met Ted Danson in person. He's, he was very tall and skinny and weathered looking. I met him in Beverly Hills. And don't come for me, you guys. I'm just being honest. I'm just giving my take. But the mailman, that one, wow. That's <laughs> blowing me away. I thought for sure he was in his 50s. It just shows you. But again, let me speak on this. None of these guys know nothing about nutrition. None of them go to the gym. It's obvious. None of them know to hydrate. They probably, Like I said, it's Hollywood. They probably all drank, smoked. That was a big thing. So obviously you're going to age. We don't do that. We live a totally different lifestyle. We don't drink. We don't smoke. We get up early. We train. We, we know. We're aware now. They didn't have that education back then. So it's a different era for sure. And just goes to show you, as we're going further into the future, we are aging backwards a little bit, which is good in reverse. Like someone commented on our picture saying man you guys are aging in reverse mm -hmm. gracefully benjamin button trying to trying our <laughs> best we're doing what we can you know what i'm saying we're doing what we can we're doing yep. what we can we're doing the best that we can that's in our control curious though what do you guys think of the aging gracefully thing do you feel that you completely lose respect for i think that you have more room like Rhonda has more room to speak on it because she's an older woman so now yes. she knows in her 60s how she feels about it what bothers me would truly be a hold my coffee is when a young person pipes in because don't come talk to me when you wake up and your face dropped. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You don't have room to speak because you, you don't know until you feel, until you, you're there. So I do respect Rhonda's opinion because she's older and doing all of the things and given up some vices and done some things yes. to improve her health. For sure. And, and it's like young guys who will quack online and run their mouth and, and come after us older dudes. Woo. They'll put the needle emoji. He's on steroids. It was a picture of a guy going around, a bodybuilder, dude, seven years old. He looked amazing for seven years. Yeah, he's all roosting this. I said, dude, you really that insecure, man? You're like 25 years old. Shut up. Come talk to me when you're his age and see how you look. It's not just the steroids or the TRT, man. It's discipline. It's not. People got it twisted. They think like it's a miracle drug or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to do the work. It doesn't just, you inject and it does the work for you. No, that's not how it works. People got it all wrong. I know. They I think know. it's a miracle drug. It's not. 
I know. All right, we're moving on to Comet Corner. And Kara Nieves, 5630, says, Happy birthday to the both of you. You guys are doing amazing things. Janine, you're absolutely gorgeous. My 48th is in four days. Can't wrap my head around that. Mine says I'm still 28. Cheers to many more. Team Let Mike Be Mike. I love that because of her hey. uh, hashtag. <laughs> Let Mike be Mike. Exactly. Don't <laughs> censor me. I gotta be me. But you know what, though? See, she's good, though. Age, yes, we're aging, but... You can still be youthful in your mind. You know what I'm saying? You can have fun in your life. You don't have to be like, I'm just this old person. I just got to give in and tap out and let myself go. No, you don't. You turn up in a positive, healthy way. You turn yeah. up. Yeah. That's it. You switch that mindset. I keep saying it. I know it sounds like a broken record, but it really is all up here. People just don't know how to flip that switch. They're mm-hmm. like stuck. They're like, how do I do it? One step at a time. Little by little, brick little by, by little, brick. brick by it has brick. to be very a slow process. Yes. Okay, the next one comes to us from Diana, Denver Real Estate. Happy birthday, Mike. You look amazing. I was catching up on some older videos from two to three years ago. Wow, what a difference. Clearly, your hard work paid off. A testament to it's never too late to make a change. Cheers to 49. Thank you. Yeah, you had an awakening. Yeah. Yeah, you put some pictures of them yeah. a few years back. Yeah. You definitely, and some of the podcasts, you were dragging I ass. I wasn't there. Energy, my frequency was very low. Yeah. Almost non-existent. Just, again, I'm just taking life more serious. My mindset's a lot stronger. My work ethic is, work, work ethic is stronger. My go, I get after, like you said, getshitdone.com. When you're in mm-hmm. good shape, get things done. Mm-hmm. You're, you go after it. Getshitdone.com is mm-hmm. our motto. Yes. And we just, we move faster. Yep. Yep. I'm lighter on my feet. I move faster, more energetic. Just like I said, I'm just showing that it can be done. And it's not like we possess any special genetics or gifts. Again, it just flip that switch, man. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do it, but got to do it. Period. All right. Moving on. Look at that. Th- on the screen is the first iPhone. The first iPhone came out on June 29, 2007. But look what it looks like. It's tiny. Yeah. Look at that. So. You made me get one. Since 2007. You didn't get the first one. We weren't together. No, no, I know that. But since the iPhone came out, think about how much it's changed. It's changed so much. It's it's bigger. It is the better, a better camera, better pixels, different size, different buttons, different technology. Right. When it came out, it was revolutionary. Like it was, wow, this is amazing, this phone, right? So they had an amazing product. They should have just wrapped it up and said, okay, this is an amazing product. If they hadn't evolved, would that product be amazing today? No, it'd be obsolete. It would have got dusted by Mm -hmm. Android, Samsung, and all Mm -hmm. those other companies that left it behind, Motorola, for sure. Yeah. You have to evolve. And that's what I think about. I think about how if you have, if, from an information perspective, if, if you're a coach or whatever you believe about certain diets or certain nutrition things and fitness, if you're still believing the exact same things that you believed like 10 years ago, you haven't evolved. No, you're stuck in the dark times because so much has changed. So much information has come out. Like it's always evolving. You always have to evolve. You got to keep up with all the latest and greatest, all the new science because it's always evolving. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. learning all the time. We're always, we have to backpedal sometimes. Like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of assumptions on things that you corrected me mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Like protein intake, for instance. Did yeah. you debunk in that myth? Yeah. 
And I almost made a huge mistake. I, I almost made a huge mistake. I actually did make a huge mistake, I could say. In the first few years of my time as a coach, I made a huge mistake because I pigeonholed myself into one style of diet, which was the keto diet. That's what kind of kick-started my coaching career. And that was a huge mistake. And I am so grateful that I pivoted. You pivoted. Because can you imagine if I hadn't evolved and I was just still in my box of only keto? But I got to say something about that. You're pretty good at it. I got to give you credit where credit is due. You're very good at identifying something and know this bubble is going to burst. This is just going to be like a fad. You called mm -hmm. it like this mm -hmm. is not, you knew this bubble's going to burst. Mm -hmm. This keto craze, mm -hmm. you knew it. It's going to burst. This wasn't going to last very long. Mm -hmm. Where's keto at now? It's still there, but it's not. It's it not like be. it was. No. And I had a, I had backlash. I had like weird, it was weird because I was at the peak of my coaching business, to be honest. And I was, I was in with all of the top keto people and it was risky for me to go, but I trusted my gut because it didn't make yeah. sense to me. I did. It couldn't make sense of it because I knew that I was tracking macros Anyway, I've always believed in macros, but I was tracking macros, keto style macros. And I thought to myself, why should I, why can I, why should I just not be eating carbs? Why am I depriving myself of carbs? I'm tracking anyway. And, but I'm just using this as an example because it's not good to pigeonhole yourself into a box that, and that can't evolve and grow. And what happens is, and why a lot of misinformation comes from gurus and social media influencers and things like that is because they're protecting their livelihood. So they cannot say, oh, by the way, guys, yeah, it's okay to eat carbs because they have made their living yep. and their following and they've created this, amassed an army of people that are following them that have drank the Kool-Aid and so even if they know that that Kool-Aid is contaminated, they're not going to say it because it's very difficult to do that and still maintain your livelihood. And so that's why a lot of people, I question their integrity because I know that maybe they've even made personal changes in their personal journeys, but they don't advertise it because of the following that they've amassed is of the carnivore diet or the keto diet because they put themselves in a box. And I think it's important that you, no matter what, if you're not a coach or anything, if you're just a, a recipient of this information, that you're open to the fact that things change. There are new studies, new technology, new information that comes out and be open to accepting that and thinking, oh, okay, maybe this is not the case or not bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, I want to talk on this. Like Joe Rogan, for instance, favorite podcaster. He he talks about the carnivore diet, how he enjoys it because he's a hunter. He bow hunts, kills his own, catches his own food sometimes, eats his own meat, talks about how great it is to eat fresh meat. But he also is honest. He's like, don't get it twisted. I'll fuck some sushi up, pizza. He's all like, oh, I'll go in. Anchovy pizza. He admits it. Like he's not just 100% carnivore. He's 90% carnivore. Mm -hmm. And what I'm getting at is there's this lot of trainers online and coaches and act like they eat all holy grail clean all the time. But we know behind closed doors that there's stuff in their face mm -hmm. with other things, mm -hmm. but they won't admit it. They don't want to mess their brand up. Mm -hmm. Like us, what do we do? We show, Hey, look, mm -hmm. donuts. Hey, you guys, today's pizza. Today's burger and fries. We, we keep it real. Yeah. We keep a balance. But what I really want to get into is things we used to believe yeah. that we no longer believe. No. I got this from a post I read from a bio lane. So, Lane Norton is uh, at BioLane on Instagram, and he did a post 
that he addressed this. Like he said, like things that I've changed my mind on. Yeah, I saw that. And it was funny because every single thing he listed were things I've also changed my mind on. And it's probably because I follow people like him and Dr. Huberman and just people that are very knowledgeable that are also evolving. I like yes. to follow people who evolve. Not stuck. With their ways because things change. Yes. And, but I believed a lot of these things too. So I bet you a lot of people that are listening to this right now also believe these things. So let's go over some of them. One of them was meal frequency. So I used to believe that you have to eat, this is the, from the bodybuilder, my bodybuilder days, you have to eat six small meals a day because it keeps your metabolism revved up. I love those like buzzwords, those little buzzwords we used to believe, oh, because oh, yeah. this revs up my yes, metabolism. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> or oh, the more you feed your body, it's like a furnace, you're throwing wood at it and it's creating fire in your body. So you have to eat six <laughs> meals a day. I Trust me, I, same thing. Same, I come from that old school Adage, bodybuilder way of thinking, for sure. Heard that a million times. Meal frequency does not matter for fat loss, whether it's intermittent fasting or if you eat 10 meals a day. Your macros are your macros. If you eat them in one meal, in 12 meals, it doesn't matter. It does not impact your fat loss. So I want you guys to walk away from this episode today, like letting go of some of these things, because I know the people that are out there listening to this, yeah. you're still believing it. You don't even know why you still believe it. The funny thing is a they lot don't. of these things, a lot of these things, if someone says it to you, go, really, why do you think that? They can't cite a source. No, they can't. Like, they get stuck. I thought. I thought. I heard. I heard. <laughs> I heard. You got me. You changed my mindset on that too because you're like, babe, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's total caloric Intake. It doesn't matter right. if you do it in one meal, two meals, three meals, four meals. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's, I don't do six yep. meals. I do two meals and maybe a sh shake. Yeah. So and I like to do less meals because then you can have more uh, like creative meals. Think about it like a bank account, right? If you spend a hundred dollars, it's a hundred, it's still a hundred dollars, whether yes. you spent it in one store or you went to five stores and spent $20 in each store, it's still a hundred dollars out of your bank account. That's how I want you to think about it, okay? So do not worry. Eat the number of meals that works with your schedule. If you have 1,500 calories in a day and you want some good creative meals, have two meals. Have two 750-calorie meals. You can have very delicious 750-calorie meals. You try to break that into six meals. How exciting do you think those 250-calorie meals are going to be? Yeah, you're just going to tease yourself. You're going to be hungry still. You're going to be angry. Damn, this is over already. Like, I can't eat what I want. Like, a friend of mine that I've been working with for a while, my boy Los, he does, uh, he, he broke it down real good. He does three meals, picks the three that he likes, 500 calories each, make sure it's 50 grams of protein. Then he has 400 calories left over to for snacking you know, or whatever else he enjoys. Mm -hmm. I go, that's smart the way he mm -hmm. broke it down. I like that's that. how he picked it. Yeah, that's what I do. I always lop, not lately, I haven't done that as much, but I used to lop off. 200 calories off my macros. And then I would, so say I, my calories are 1500. I would lop off 200 and put them in a, another bucket. So I would think, okay, I have 1300 calories. I have to satisfy my protein goal with this 1300 calories. Because yeah. if I did that, then that extra 200 calories that I put to the side can be whatever the hell I want. And I'll have a Haagen-Dazs ice cream and yep. it's it, things like that. Yeah. And I think people still don't believe that you could do that. Because at the end of the day, your body just knows calories, you guys. It's like a bank account. It just it, it's a bank account for your body, but people don't want to believe that. They still follow that. I gotta measure the carbs and protein and fats. Don't make it hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Another thing I used to believe was that fasted cardio was ideal for fat loss. That is Guilty. just it's been debunked. 
when calories are equated, fasted cardio, whether you did it before your breakfast or you did it after your breakfast, it has no impact on the amount of fat you lost that day when calories are equated. And what I mean by that is, yes, there could be some studies that say that people who do fasted cardio have more success in weight loss. That's more of not because it has a bigger impact on fat loss. It has to do with somebody that starts their day with cardio is more likely to have make better choices throughout the day and yes. stay on track because yes. they started the day with the right mindset. Yeah, it's exactly. not about, so when calories are equated, it doesn't make a difference. So do your cardio whenever it is convenient for you and your life. Okay, this next one is one that I am guilty of, that LDL cholesterol doesn't matter, that it doesn't contribute to cardiovascular disease. And that was with the whole keto craze. That came, there was a lot of stuff that, a lot of books and things that came out that cholesterol wasn't really the the culprit that people thought. And that's why it's okay to eat all this saturated fat on the keto diet because you're, it's going to skyrocket your cholesterol, but it's okay. And I always thought that it had to do with the ratio of LDL to HDL. And as long as your ratios were good, you were good. But actually, no, there is a lot of studies that show that L elevated LDL has a direct correlation with increased risk of cardiovascular disease, which is the leading killer in America. Yes. Cardiovascular disease, yes. the number one Heart cause attack. of death. Yes. <clears throat> so, so that is a big time. I had a friend of mine, he told me his coworker was doing keto and I didn't believe him. He had a heart attack on keto. That happened when we elevated his LDL too much and yeah, pulled that heart attack. And I was arguing with him that, no, that's not possible. How's that possible? The keto's supposed to be good. I'm an idiot. I'm just stupid. Talking out the well, side of Well, you evolve. Neck. It's because of the information that we're <clears throat> given. And the truth is it's, it is connected. And yeah, more, more, some people are more susceptible to store LDL than others. And so some people can have a horrible diet and their LDL will not be elevated. And some people can eat fairly clean and then they have an elevated LDL. So again, everybody's machine is different and operates different and reacts different to different things, but it does impact it. So if your LDL is elevated, regardless of whether how you got it that way, it is something that you need to control and get under control. And if your diet is already low in saturated fat and you are mindful, then you might be a candidate for some medication like statins or something like that because it is directly correlated with increased risk of CVD, which is killing a lot of people. Yes, it is. Number one. Here is another one that... This is not one that I actually, I don't think I, I may have believed this at some point. I used to believe that maybe supplementing with BCAAs was essential for muscle growth, right? BCAAs. Yeah. Everyone used to talk about BCAAs. Everybody talk about BCAAs. Yeah. Um, BCAAs, when you are good to use, if you are not hitting your protein goal, if you're struggling getting in protein, you should at the very least be incorporating BCAAs. But if you hit your protein, especially if you are even getting more protein than you need, like a one-to-one -one ratio, then you don't need to supplement with BCAAs at all. It is a supplement that you can not spend your money on. I don't take them. I used to take them when I was young because I was told mm -hmm. the same thing in the bodybuilding scene. You got to take six with each meal. I was taking six of those things oh, with each really? meal. That's what my bodybuilder friends were telling me, so I was listening to them. 
was popping them like candy with my yeah, meals. Yeah, you don't need to, but I, when I take them on days that I fall short of my protein, like a cheat day or something where I have a lot of carbs and oh. not a lot of protein, I'll take BCAAs. Also, BCAAs do help with appetite suppression, so I do use them for appetite suppression, but you shouldn't be taking them in lieu of protein. Protein is essential. Do not think, oh, I'm just, don't won't worry about getting in my protein. I'll just drink a ton of BCAAs. No, don't no, do that. don't do that. Do not do that. All right. This is another one, and I know a lot of people think this, that sugar, irregardless of calories, makes you fat. Sugar, irregardless of calories, makes you mm -hmm. fat. False. It's false. For example, if I ate 1,000 calories, only sugar, if I literally just ate only sugar, 1,000 calories worth of sugar every day, it, I would not gain body fat. Nope. People would be like, you're crazy. How's that possible? We'll explain. Because it's, a, it's still a calorie deficit. Sugar yes. is just... So sugar, the reason why sugar is attributed to weight gain is because sugar is amazing. It's delicious. And things that are high in sugar are highly palatable. So when something is delicious, what do we do? Overconsume. And it's easy to overconsume sugar. It's like the easiest to overconsume, honestly, out of everything. So it's the overconsumption and it's the likelihood of the overconsumption that correlates the sugar with weight gain. It's because we overconsume it. We don't have one donut. We have six donuts because yes. it's delicious. It has the reaction in our body, causes us to overconsume it, right? It spikes our blood sugar. The insulin comes out, takes all of the yep. blood out of the bloodstream, drops the blood sugar. And then what do we do? We want more, we want more. so that we put more sugar in the bloodstream. Yes. That is why. But if you, that's why I don't worry about sugar. People go, oh, but that has so much sugar. I don't pay attention to sugar. If I'm monitoring my calories, there's no need to pay attention to sugar because I'm not going to overconsume it if I am monitoring my calories. So hopefully that makes sense. I used to believe that sugar made you fat. Did so you? Did I. Yeah, so did I. I used to watch it. Ever since you taught me macros and I did macros, I never watched it once. Never paid attention. Just paid attention. Cal caloric intake. How many calories are taken today? And my protein goal. And that's it. People demonized it for so mm -hmm. long, though. According to BioLane, the meta-analysis where they substitute other carbohydrates for sugar or high fructose corn syrup show absolutely no effect on weight gain or loss or almost any other biomarker of health. Another people, another thing people are, they think high fructose corn syrup is gonna, gonna make you fat. It doesn't, there's no magical, it doesn't create fat cells out of thin air if you're not over consuming it people just hear things and run with it they mm -hmm. hear an article they read some clickbait and they run with it mm -hmm. they just i heard and then they stay and then it gets passed on over and over and everybody hears and they just run with it yeah so i want i'm going to challenge you guys today i want to challenge you to think of something that you heard that you believe but you honestly can't you don't know why you believe it i want you to think about that and comment it I want to know because yes. I think I want to hear some cool ones and we'll share them on the next episode. Yes. What are some things that you believe to be true, but you actually don't know why you believe it to be true other than I heard it somewhere, I read it somewhere. If you can't cite precisely, then that is something that mm, you might, might want to go like, I. this prompted me to think of what are some other weird things that I used to believe that are random, okay? Well, I'm thinking <laughs> like from my childhood, growing up with immigrant parents and the things they used to tell you oh, one of the things that my mom would tell me and i don't really know why she would tell me this but like when we were swimming when we were kids like swimming at a party or something like yeah, that and we yeah. would eat she would say i can't get into the pool for 30 minutes or else i would turn 
I would get bruises all over my body. No, I heard differently. I heard if you, I heard, see, <laughs> I heard this. If you eat and you get full, if you go into the pool, that you could burst your stomach. That's what I heard. See, I don't. See what I'm saying? That's what I heard. Like your stomach could burst. What's the goal? So my the, mom probably thought that too. So she's telling me not to go in the pool because it was going to give me, she would say, you're going to get black and blue all over. <laughs> I wonder where these fucking mitts came from. I you know, know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That's it the, I, I do remember hearing that, though. It That's is. what I heard. See yeah. what I'm saying? Another one is that I used to think that you would get sick, that you could get sick if you walk barefoot, like you'd catch a cold if you walk barefoot in the house. There is no connection to, to, to walking barefoot and getting a virus. No. A virus is a virus. Yes. You're going to get that from mucus that membranes yes. in the air and particles. You do not get that from your bare feet touching the tile. No. I don't remember hearing that one. That one I didn't hear, but just other than getting dirty feet, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, dirty feet. You have some, a little something right here in your nose. See, I'm, I'm, Am I good? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure you're good. You're on point. Then I'm on point. Do you, can you think of anything? Ah, man, what are the things other than the stupid childhood things? Yeah. Like, uh, under your bed, there's a monster lying under there. People try to scare you with that bullshit. Yeah, but that's not something you no. would still believe today. Like, do you no. think of any like random things or even like in the health and fitness space? that what are some other bro science things that you used to believe? I definitely used to believe that you had to have consume protein within 30 minutes of a workout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used, stuff. That's another one I heard. I used to believe that you must consume protein within 45 minutes or your body's going to go catabolic. It's going to start eating its own tissue. I, to, <laughs> I heard that one too, within 45 minutes. So I used to rush to go get protein real fast. Yeah. Either a shake or a bar or something. Yeah. That's another one. You know what I was coming, I came across, by the way, on Amazon today, and I thought it was funny because we were just talking about the old school protein and protein bars. Did you know that Metrics is still around? They are. Wow. And that's a that's an OG company. They've been around yeah. since the era that I was in that whole 90s golden years of bodybuilding. They have a protein bar and it actually, it's a meal replacement bar, has 400 calories and 32 grams of protein. And it, it had good reviews. It had thousands of good reviews. So I was wondering, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's good. But I would never eat a 400-calorie protein bar, especially not a great return on investment because yes. they can't put that much protein in it. Yes. I'll tell you this, though. Their shakes, delicious. That's one thing I know for sure back in those little, they come in those packets, some of the best ever for that era. Danny used to, my brother used to some metrics, and he was in tricks, metrics, metrics, yes. got to get my metrics. Got to get my metrics. They were expensive, though, but yeah, they were good. Yeah, they were expensive. They were expensive. That company made a lot of money, I'm sure, back then. Yeah. But everybody was using them. They taste so good. They made it taste good. That's okay. I'll stick to my Bear Bells. I'd rather have two Bear Bells bars for 400 calories and 40 grams of exactly. protein. Exactly, and it tastes good. We enjoy them already. I, right. I think I, I just ordered another box of Anabar, the Cinnamon Swirl Crunch Anabar bars. I love those as well. I had one this morning, a strawberry cupcake one. I'm actually craving a Bear Bells right now, to be honest. You gotta open your mouth and say something. <laughs> too now. But you know what? We're gonna head to STK. I'm gonna have a steak. What are you I think having? I'm gonna have steak. Steak? Yeah. I'm having steak for sure. Yeah. Two steaks. Two steaks. I'm joking. Are we gonna have dessert? Yeah, it's your birthday. Of course. I wonder if they have good desserts there. Do we have no donuts or nothing? No. You guys, I get to go have a birthday 
cheat meal. Yes. And I'm very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, you earned it. You work, you put in the work. We work out hard. We earn it. It's not like mm-hmm. we do this all the time. Usually on Saturdays we let loose, but we, we're not letting loose today. We will tonight. Well, tonight. But it's yeah. going to still be good. I'm going to have probably like steak and potatoes usually. I don't ever, I don't like steak and rice. I don't know. A lot of people have steak and I'm a steak and potato kind of guy, like mashed potatoes. You know what I've really come to as I've gotten older is creamed corn. I want like a creamed corn. I hope they have a creamed yeah. corn. Oh, speaking of that, I did hear this. I heard, <laughs> check this out. I'm sure you heard this too. It was impossible to get lean while eating potatoes. There was a no-go. You couldn't eat potatoes back then. They only that- wanted you to eat either rice or a sweet potato, but no regular white potato. Well, here's another myth that, that, that yeah, see, there's nothing That's wrong with an, potatoes. And no. there's this myth out there that sweet potatoes are better than white potatoes. Yes. It's all the same shit. There's slightly the, different micronutrients in yes. each, but they're both fine. And when you're, again, when calories that, are equated, yes. it doesn't matter. And actually potatoes are an excellent thing to eat when you're tracking macros because you get... Good bang for your buck. Oh, you get high volume for very little calories. Oh, there, by the way, there was a troll on our lives last night who was talking crap because we were talking about eating French fries. Yes. <laughs> we're trying to tell them they're the fries from Target that come in the bag, but you, we fry them in the air fryer. We don't put oil and dip them like yeah. McDonald's. That's a yeah. difference. We're not cooking them in, in oils, you know what I'm saying, in seed yeah. oil. Which, by the way, those are really good. You guys, 130 calories for an 84-gram serving you put them in the air fryer for 12 minutes and they literally are as close as you can get to mcdonald's french fries at home yeah but a lot of people say that's not healthy and let me tell you something there's people that spew that's not healthy or that's not good for you you got to look at them the people giving advice yeah they usually don't look the part i hate to say they never look the part 99 percent of the time they don't look the part they just like to again jaw jack people just this era of social media and today they just love to spew BS. Yeah. That. So now that you've heard this episode, you guys, I want you now, not only as your homework to give us a comment, but question other people. When they tell you something that yes. they, they seem so confident about this bit of information they have for you. Oh, I heard energy drinks aren't good. Really? Where did you hear? And what specifically is not good about them? Challenge them right back. Challenge them. Because if they can't answer you, then say, then you have no opinion then because you have no data. You can't give None. me any, you can't give me any supporting data other than I heard... I heard doesn't stand up in court. No. You got to okay. cite your source. <laughs> you got to cite your source. They never I'm do. Sorry. They never can. They just, they'll tell you no. till they're blue in the face that they believe it and they're absolutely right, but they're not. They're wrong. They just yeah. can't admit. Their ego can't allow and them to admit that they're wrong. Again, be open to letting go of things that you have believed because we evolve and we're supposed to grow. Remember the iPhone, right? You, We need to... Be open to the fact that things change, new information comes out, and we may not know it all. I don't know it all. You don't know it all. No, I don't. Nor do I act like we I do. We don't know it all. If learning. you find a coach or somebody that says they know everything and they are never wrong, run for the hills because yes. that is a fraud. Fraud. That is a fraud. fraud all right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode, and we will see you on the next one. Yeah.